good Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. So Christmas has passed, and we're going to celebrate the new year, 2016. Can you believe that we are entering in 2016? You know what? Have you made any plans for 2016? Are you excited about it? I tell you what, I don't normally make resolutions, but I tell you what, when I look back over my life, just like the songwriter said, and I begin to think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed and I have a testimony of the goodness, the greatness, the mercifulness of our God. He has been so good. And I just want to testify that I love him and I thank him and I give him all of the glory. He is worthy to be praying. You know what? I just believe that in this year, 2016, I know people say it all the time, but I just believe that we're headed for greatness, particularly for the body of Christ, that this will be the opportunity and the time that we stand up for whom we believe in and that we will see. We know we've been praying that we will see those great signs, miracles and wonders that follow those who believe. And I just believe that in 2016, we're going to see some things that we have never seen before some bad things and some good things. But I believe in 2016 that you will find many people that's going to turn away from the things of the world and turn to God because of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe that we're going to see people who have fallen away from the, from the church that they're going to come back. Oh my God. And just receive the Lord Jesus Christ unto themselves. I believe that in this great move of God, we're going to see people who once confessed to be one way, uh, confessed to be in other religions, that they're going to know who Jesus Christ is. They're going to experience the love of Christ. I do believe that in 2016, there is a shift and that we're going to see great things happen in the body of Christ and in the earth. Amen. Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19 says, Remember you not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In the Message Bible, it says, Forget about what happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert. Rivers in the bad land. 
Amen, and we're talking about a new thing. We're entering into a new year, a new season, a fresh start. This is the season that people make all of these New Year's resolutions in January 1st. Unfortunately, by February 1st, many of us have abandoned them. And what I would just like to offer a piece of advice and wisdom to those, I don't normally do a whole lot of New Year's resolutions because I make resolutions throughout the year. But, but if you want to be successful in your resolutions, just make them attainable sometimes. Sometimes we make such outlandish resolutions that it's not achievable. And then when we see ourselves failing to achieve these outlandish uh, goals that we have set, then, you know, we abandon them because we think we're not going to do it. So just take them in smaller chunks if you want to uh, have your resolutions something that you actually achieve and can celebrate victories of. Just take them in smaller chunks, something that you can realistically uh, do. And if you want to lose 15 pounds, just start with a five pound goal of the first three months and then another five pound goal. But make it something realistic. And, you know, you don't exercise at all right now. You might not want to set a resolution that you're going to exercise two hours a day. That's not really realistic. You're not going to go from zero to two hours. It's just like a marathon. Someone's getting ready to run a marathon. They build up to that through training. They don't start running 10 miles a day when they've never even walked or jogged or run. They start walking and then they continue walking. They add a little jogging. They add a little walking with their jogging, then they begin to run one mile, then three miles, then five, but you build up to it. So you got to set realistic, achievable goals. And I guarantee you, you'll find yourself having good success. We're talking about the new thing that God will do in us. Sometimes we are stuck in a rut. Sometimes it feels like we can't move forward from where we are. And it just feels like we're clogged down with the issues of life. And we want to see God do something in our lives, but it doesn't feel like anything is happening. And in Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah is speaking forth to the people of God after Babylon had uh, was destroyed and he's giving them hope in their hopeless situation. And he's telling them that God is going to do something for them if they would stop living and wallowing in the failures of their past. Can I give you some good news today that you are not defined by the failures of your past in the mind of God. I know what your family says. I know what your friends and your loved ones say. I know what your adversaries say and how they look at you. But when God looks at you, he does not define you by the failures of your past. So today would you rehearse, claim and repeat these words until you believe it, that I am not my failure and I will get past this incident in my life. And you know, that is very important to realize that you are not your failure. And that's what happens a lot of times. We become stuck in a rut. We we just get to the same routine. We're going through the same path in life where we begin to think that there is no way out. We're just stuck. And sometimes you could be stuck so long that you just forget about that you're stuck and you're just going along just to get along. But God is coming to give you a new way, a new life. Sometimes we start accepting where we are. We accept where we are and we say, well, there's no need to change. I've tried changing and there's no need for me to, I can't
can't change. Some people are saying, but God is saying, listen, I'm going to do a new thing in you if you could only just believe. The definition of stuck is you can't move forward and you can't move backwards. You're just stuck like you in quicksand. You're just going deeper and deeper and deeper. The more you try to move out of it, the, the deeper you sink. But God is saying that, listen, he is able to pull you up out of this rut. If you only keep your mindset upon him, he's the one that will give you the vision. He's the one that will speak to your heart and to your soul. He's the one that will call you into areas that you never thought you could even tread upon. I remember when the spirit of the Lord began to start speaking to me and saying that you are an entrepreneur. Now it didn't look like it. That's what God spoke. Now, listen, you can choose not to believe that, or you can begin to absorb that word and begin to meditate on it and not look back on the former things, not looking back on where you come from. And I've never tried it before and this won't work. And nobody in my family has ever done this. But when he speak that word to you, that's like an anchor. That's like a rescue a raft that he throws out to you to say, come on, grab a hold of it and I will pull you in. He is sending out a call unto you and saying, listen, I have defined you. You are who I say you are. Remember Gideon when he says you are a mighty man of valor and Gideon looked at him and said, he couldn't be talking to me. Yes, I am talking to you because God knows who you are. He knows what he has labeled you before the foundation of the world was ever laid. He said, I can pull you out of this situation if you only believe. When we think about God doing a new thing in us, that is him taking us from what we are familiar with, getting us out of the residue of our past and bringing us into something brand new, something fresh, something unfamiliar. A lot of times we reject the new because we want to stay with what is familiar. But as you begin to prepare for the new year, as you begin to set your resolutions, as you begin to think upon what you want to accomplish in 2016, how about you make the declaration by faith that you are not going to take into 2016 those things that held you hostage in 2015? How about you shed and lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you, those things that trip you up, those things that cause you to question and doubt the very word and truth of God? How about you leave that all behind? How about you shed those things and leave them in 2015? And as you burst forth on the new, on the scene in 2016, let it not just be a new day on the calendar. Let it not just be a new month in the year. Let it not just be a new year in this century, but let it be a new beginning for you as you allow God to transform you, to take that which is and to move you further into that which he has destined you to be and make the proclamation before God that I will be all that you have dreamed me mm. to be. I will walk into my destiny. I will take hold of what you have for me. I will shed those things of my past that have weighted me down. Let this be a new beginning for you in the Lord Jesus Christ. Not just a cliche, not just a resolution that you make, but something 
something that you keep, that which drives you when you get up in the morning, that which motivates you as you go through your day. Lord, do a new thing in me. Help me to not keep my mind stayed on the former and the old things. I don't want to concentrate on the t- the 15 times I messed up, the 22 times I failed. I don't want to concentrate on that which didn't go right, but I want to look at this through the eyes of faith. The eyes of faith said I messed up 10 times, but he's working it out together for my good. The eyes of faith said 22 times this didn't work, but this just let me know 22 ways not to do it. The eyes of faith says all things are possible to them that believe. I put my hope, my trust, my confidence in the living God, and I expect him to do a new thing in me. You know, expectation is an awesome word. It says, if you break it down, this is the way I like to put it. Expectation, it says, I expect to see. We say expectancy. I say, I expect to see. And I just wanted just to encourage any of you there that you would grab hold of that word expectancy and say, Lord, I expect to see. Lord, give me back that passion that I once had for you and that vision that you showed me. Some have lost their passion. They, they've gotten into a rut and because things didn't happen the way it should have done, but should have happened before. Now you're just stuck, but ask God to give you back that passion. Sometimes you wonder, Lord, did I miss an opportunity? Did I, did I let things go that I shouldn't have let go? That is, is there ever going to be another opportunity for me again? And God is saying, yes, he's saying, I got that opportunity. I want you to ask me, you know what that he says, if you ask me, he said, I'll give it to you. If you ask in faith and believe, if you are lacking in faith, God say, God, help me to believe what you have showed me. Even though what you show me looks so impossible that men would even believe if I was to, if I was to tell them, but God realizing that all things are possible with you. If you just asked of God, he said, ask of me and see if I won't do it. I will restore those things that you thought were lost. I was fix those things that you thought was so broken that it could not come together again. Expect that he's going to do it. Don't expect nothing less, but stand and say, God, I expect to see. I have expectancy. I expect to see you do what you say you're going to do. Amen. I just want to see it. God, open up the eyes of my understanding. Let me see through the eyes of faith what is transpiring in the spirit realm around me. Let me not miss this, God, but I want to behold you. This year, it will be my year to get into the water as the waters are troubled. This year, it will be my year to move into the new things of God. This year, I may have struggled all of 2015, but come 2016, I'm going to shed those things of my past. I'm going to walk into this new year with a new attitude, with a new expectation, with the expectancy that I will see. God move in my midst and do the things in and through me, not just around me, but God use me to affect the change in this world. Use me to fulfill the will of God in the earth. I expect this year, 2016 that's coming. I expect it to be a brand new year with brand new opportunities and brand new victories in the Lord Jesus Christ. Old things are passed away and God is making everything new in my life. 
I thank you, dear God, that you are doing a new thing. Thank you that you spared my life to this point that I can be ushered into this new thing in 2016. God is doing a new thing. Won't you get into the water as it's troubled by the Spirit of the Lord? I will do a new do a new thing and you know I believe that's what God is saying it's a worship and I will do a new thing if you could just grab a hold to that word new something in your life that has never been done before I'm going to do a new thing in you I'm going to revitalize I'm going to refresh you I'm going to give you the strength Oh my God, that when you hear this song being sung in your hearing, that when you begin to believe that I'm able to do, that you would grab hold to to those words, begin to sing it in your spirit, even if you got to continue to say it over and over and over again till it is dispensed deposited into your spirit God is going to make a way out of no way for you and what he wants to do and what he's creating now is an atmosphere of expectation that expectation where you expect to see in the second part of the scripture in Isaiah it says that I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers to uh, and rivers in desert places now wilderness is an uninhabitable place it's uncultivated and you know what God may have spoken to you and some things that he's going to do in your life and you didn't grab hold of it because you didn't believe it because you didn't think that it could ever happen because the situation and the atmosphere is is adverse to what God has spoken in those troubled areas in those dry places in that abandoned place that place where you have positioned yourself where you thought there was no favor he says I'm going to cause favor to flow your way even in that dry place I'm going to make it flourish like a garden does when it's well watered I'm going to make that which I promised you it's going to flourish in your life when you think about a new thing it's something that hasn't been done before it's something that no one has seen before so you can't be stuck in a rut of the past you can't be looking for God to do this thing only the way that you've seen him just because you've never seen him do it before doesn't mean it isn't God just because he's never moved that way before doesn't mean it isn't God if you really want God to do a new thing your faith has to be willing to propel you to new levels new levels 
miracles mean I'm going to see something I've never, if it's new, you haven't seen this before. You, what you want God to do is something that he's done before. You just want him to do it again. But the new thing that God is going to do is something that you have not seen him do before, a way you have not seen him move before. Just because you never seen him do it doesn't mean that it is not God. God, do a new thing in us. Open up our minds, our understanding, our faith. Father, that we would receive the new thing that you are going to do. May we walk with you, God, with such intimacy that we know the spirit of the living God, even when you come in a way that we've never seen you come before. May we be so acquainted with you that we can recognize that this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. He will make that way in the wilderness. He will etch out a way where there's been no path made before and he will cause water to spring forth in desert places. When you think about a desert, the first thing most of us think about is a place where there is no water, a place that is dry, a place that is barren, a place that is deserted. And that's what we think about when we think about a desert place. We don't want to be in a desert. We don't want anything to do with a desert. And if I got to go through, let me go through quickly because I don't want to dwell in a desert place long. But God is saying that even in your desert places. Your desert's not going to look like somebody else's desert. Your desert's not going to feel like the other people's desert because in your desert, I'm going to cause rivers of water to flow. God is going to cause rivers of water to flow in desert places where no water is. I know it's utterly impossible. I know you've never seen it before. I know it's not something you would have expected, but when you go through your desert, it's not going to be the experience that other have experienced when they go through their desert. God has promised that you will eat in a famine. God has promised that you will drink in a desert land. I thank you, God, for the new thing that you are doing. Open the eyes of our faith that we might embrace and grab hold to, Father, that we might speak forth and proclaim the waters that we will experience in our desert places. When we go through our desert, Father, we will not be overtaken by the desolation in the desert, the dryness in the desert, but you will give us water to drink in our desert place and you will make ways in our wilderness and we give your name the glory for you are worthy to be praised. Do this new thing in us. Let the old be passed away and behold, let everything in Christ Jesus be new in 2016. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the great expectation that you have given unto us, that we are confident that we say with that you have given us this expectation and we expect to see nothing less, dear Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, but that which you have spoken. And Father, even in your word says that you would do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So that place and that which we are lacking, dear Father, in our faith, God, would you build us up, God, that we are able, oh God, to believe the impossible, Father, to see the invisible. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, to do those things that have not been done before, God, to impact, dear Father, this nation, to impact our families, oh God, and impact 
impact our business, anything that you've laid to our hands to do, that God, that Lord, that we will impact it, dear God, with the power of God, that God, that where it might be at one level, when we're done, dear Father, it will, God, propel to another level, God. When people see it, they will say, look at our God. Father, when everything looked dead around us, when everything looked like a parched land, God, you will send forth your word, which is water, and cause it to spring forth. Father, we stand in great expectation of what you're going to do in this land, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we give you the honor, we give you the, we give you the praise and the glory, and we know that there is no God like our God. Oh God, do a new thing in us. Wipe away our tears, oh God. Heal our bodies in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Lift us up above, dear Father, in the name of Jesus, of all trouble, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, and that God, that when we have been converted, oh God, that we will reach back, dear Father, and strengthen our brothers, God, and tell them, you can make it, you can do it. God is not a respecter of person. If he's done it for me, he'll do it for you. God calls hope to arise in your people, oh God, that there is a hope, and there's a hope in you, that there is a promise, and you are the promise keeper, and God, we thank you, God. Oh, Lord God, that you would do a new thing, oh God. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, can't you see it? Can't you see it? Can't you recognize it? Oh, that he will make a way in the wilderness, and he will cause rivers to flow through dry places, because he is the Lord God Almighty. It will be just as he said it will be, and we thank you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God, we do thank you. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you for bringing us through the floods. Thank you for bringing us through the fires. Thank you for bringing us through the desert place to get us to this place where we stand today. I thank you, God, that we have come through great trials and tribulations. We have come in the name of the Lord. I thank you, God, that 2015 has not been easy, but we thank you, God, that you have made it possible. I thank you, God, that when we would have given up on ourselves, you kept on holding on to our hand, God. When we gave up on you, you didn't give up on us. I thank you, God, when we called it quits and we wanted to turn around, you kept on loving us. I thank you that you brought us through, God. You brought us through and you have brought us out, God. And for those who are still yet going through, give them the expectation, the hope, and Father, the confidence that you will likewise bring them out. Father, I thank you that in six troubles you do not leave us, and in seven troubles you in no wise forsake us. I thank you that by this we know that you favor us because you have not allowed the enemy to triumph over us. Father, I glorify your name today. Would you allow your spirit to fall fresh upon us? We thank you, God. May we see your name magnified in the earth in 2016. May we see the righteous of God elevated, the cause of Christ magnified, the name of the Lord glorified in 2016. I applaud you for how you have worked in my life and carried me through 2015. I applaud you for how you have defeated my foes, how you have raised me up above my enemies. I applaud you for how you, God, have spoiled the plan of the devil. And when the enemy came to steal, to kill, and to destroy, you gave me life and victory and hope and expectation. And may God richly bless and prosper you from our hearts to yours. We say Happy New Year. Uh.
Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.